welcome back. I'm here once again with Joey. Hey. Ross. Hi, Mike. And Tom. Hi, Mike. And today I wanted to kind of take a step back. We talk a lot about playing rough or taking risks. And I think one thing that we're sort of assuming, but I think it's worth talking about, is that teachers have already built trust, both their trust in the children and the children trust each other. You know, I think the idea of trust really is rooted in relationships for me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that making the connections right away with the with the children and the families. And at the lab school, I teach the multi-age children. So many of the families have come from the two, the two and three-year-old classrooms. So I've seen them in the hallway. And I make an effort even in that first year just to get to know their children's names and recognize. I may not know the parents' names, but I right. recognize, oh, you're so-and-so's parent or you're so-and-so's nanny or grand. So I... Just trying to have that, so that you, as a as a very simple foundation, so when they the younger children do come to my class, we make a home visit to every family before the school year starts, and I think that is a really great way that we we kind of establish that trust right away. The child's excited to have their teacher come to their house. The parents have, and and we make the invitation. They don't we don't have to do it at the home. We can do it at school and. We want to try to make that connection where there's just that one-on-one time for me to be with the child and then also have a little bit of time to answer questions from the family. But for the times when we do get to go to the, the family's home, there's that subtlety of my parents, my family have said, this adult is a safe person that can come to our house and can be with us. And I'm excited about this. And then we already have that kind of momentum starting. So on the first day of school... There's that one familiar face of, I remember that person. Right. So they you, came to the me. teacher becomes the familiar face. In that exactly. Case. And that starts us off right away. I think that's one way that we do it. Mm-hmm. Relationship is really important. The, the one thing is, how do, you, how do you start to build it? I mean, you said mm-hmm. you went to their home and things like that. But there's other, I think there's other ways to build trust. I, one of the things I always tried to do in my classroom was to make sure that everybody was welcome. Mm-hmm. From the very beginning, yep. I, and how do you how do you make sure everybody's welcome? I mean, that's kind of a because everybody coming into the classroom is a little different. Mm-hmm. So how do you welcome all these different entities coming into your classroom? I was always nervous every at the start of every school year because, well, I knew I'd get some kids back, but there were other kids I didn't know what to expect. But it was still trying to figure out how do I make sure they're welcome. Once they're welcome, how do I make sure they have a place in the classroom mm-hmm. where they feel mm-hmm. safe and secure? And this is a good place. I want to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's making that's making me remember the uh, another aspect of of it, which I think I'm gonna I'm gonna call respect. So, if you're just getting to know a child, and you know you've asked them to put the books away or whatever it might be, that I'm gonna call it respect. That like. You know, I trust that you can do this. You know, I'm giving you the space. And if you need help, I'm going to help you. I, I know you can do this. And then I think mm-hmm. that elevates versus if you're undermining somebody, right? You may immediately rushing in and taking the book and putting it away for them. I think then that makes that person feel like, oh, maybe I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that the kids can always do what I might think they can, but I'm going to kind of give them the chance to, right. to try first. Because mm-hmm. I think like over time, when you just kind of keep undermining somebody, and they just have a, it's, a, it's a, like a learned helplessness. So this is after yeah. everything you guys just said about welcoming and building those relationships. I think part of building that relationship is, oh, this person thinks I can stack a chair. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to yeah. try. I, I was I, thinking, you know, I don't know if I can. In my classroom, we would have the kids get out the snack dishes and serve family style. And I would have kids who couldn't pour. If I noticed them kind of hesitating, I'd first ask, oh, do you want to pour the drink? Because sometimes they're just not sure if they're allowed to. Right. But then if they still need help, it's like, oh, would you like me to help? Or do you want to ask the person next to you? But that same idea of trust. And then if they spill, I mean, one of the first things I think I learned was when a kid spills whatever it is, I don't, I don't want to have that sound. Exactly. It's always like that. I want to just pause. I never rush to get a paper towel. It's always pause. Oh, you spilled. And if they've been in the class a while, like, do you remember what we do when we spill? And just trying to be as mm-hmm. nonchalant. Yeah, non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as possible. Mm-hmm. Because then I find that they, the first time they might be a little freaked out because they're used to that reaction. And then after a while, it's like, oh. You know, and then usually somebody else will already be getting a rag or a paper towel or whatever we're using and helping the, the other child. If I react like, oh, right, then they're going to, oh, let's clean that up. Really can't do this. It's yeah. like they start freaking out. Next time they're not going to, they're not so sure they want to pour. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't mind. Yeah. But so, I think so, so much of trust is time. I mean, all the relationship yeah. building, it doesn't mm-hmm. happen on day one. You yeah. don't do your most daring thing the first day you are somewhere. That feeling comfortable, that feeling welcome takes, it just takes sort of the time it takes you know, for, for a so, lot of people. So I was remembering one other thing. I remember I always used to talk to the parents about relationship is everything. Well, where do relationships start? Relationship starts by noticing the child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they're doing something and they look up and you're noticing them. Yep. And it's starting to build a little bit of connection. Mm-hmm. And so in a way, it's nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember I was in... Um, I was in Peru visiting my daughter because she was working with an NGO in northern Peru and she had to meet with the parents and here I am watching their kids and they noticed I was watching them Mm -hmm. so they started to come over to me and they were giving me flowers. Mm. It wasn't a relationship yet but they're hardwired for that and you have to notice it first. The children feel seen. but yes, I think it's it's making that connection. And then I think it, it goes back to what you're saying, Joey, about kind of setting that um, initial foundation of kind of trust or kind of respect and how phrasing your rules as can do versus what you can't do. Yeah, we can walk in the hallways, we can put blocks away, we can stack chairs versus no hitting, no biting, no, you know, because <laughs> right. the list goes on and on and on. And it's, well, what can you do? Mm-hmm. And I think, Tom, it was kind of back to your three of, you can be kind to yourself, you can be kind to others, and you can be kind and take care of the materials. When you have that kind of can-do, that's another version of that saying, I trust that you can do this. Well, now I'm thinking about the similar process of being able to take, as a teacher, oh, I want to take a risk with a kid. Like, oh, I, I want to let them jump off the shelf because they seem to want to. Let's just I'll pick that example. But then you have to have your own process of knowing yourself, feeling mm-hmm. comfortable yourself. There's a self-trust that plays in and so if you have anxiety with all alone right it's not that the kid is nervous about jumping but you have anxiety about the jumping Mm -hmm. that isn't going to go very well until you figure out a way to trust the search i don't know maybe you have to check that shelf yourself maybe you have to go over and make sure there's nothing pointy maybe you have to know that your administrator is not going to come be mad at you or that parent i mean like we've talked about that a lot but there's another level i think so it's not only on the instrumental level 
it's on the interpersonal level too because are you trusting that child to be able to handle Right. Yeah. Not, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. So I just it's, think it's you can slice it so many. And are the parents trusting you? Which we talked about at the beginning. You right. go to their home. You welcome them in. You say hello. So you, you, okay, we always talk about that one. But then, yeah, there's lots of other ways that mm-hmm. the nervousness about something would would creep in. And if you're really paying attention to the children, yeah, you will know what they can do. Yeah. And you, and then you will be able to trust them more. It's it's that fear. I mean, we talk about this a lot. Yeah. It's going to get out of control. Right. Not even just that someone will get hurt. Right. It's that it's going to, you know, I got to keep the lid on all of this. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't. I mean, it'd be hilarious to find out teachers like worst nightmares are. Right. I don't know if it's being tied up by the children and left behind. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. Well, an example of jumping, if you think about that. OK, maybe you're not comfortable with them jumping on this shelf, but they want to jump. So I still think you need to honor that. You talked mm-hmm. about everyone feeling welcome. That means the kids who want to jump need a place to jump. Yeah. And if it's not that shelf, where is it? You're the teacher. Mm-hmm. You have to find, okay, it can't be the shelf, but look at this. I have a mm-hmm. stool. And watch them and get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, oh, let's go but if something a little higher. Blanket worldview, no three year old should jump off of a two foot surface, you know, because they will all break a leg. I mean, you know, if you have these right. huge blanket ideas, like I think all of life, right, you're never going to see that one person and what they mm-hmm. really can do. Yeah, so right. it really does goes so much back to actually and respecting the child seeing the child for what they're doing even if there's something that you're not quite comfortable with how can you find that middle ground i was i was you know i'm gonna go back to that idea about there's Mm -hmm. an interpersonal trust that's going on every kid is a different entity coming into the classroom every child you've got to kind of interact in a trusting way differently Mm -hmm. right that makes sense that's true yeah Yeah. and so maybe as a way of wrapping it up, saying that, you know, building the trust is trusting each child, finding out who they are, mm-hmm. seeing who they are. And so the, for the child who never wants to jump, finding the things they do want to do and help them feel comfortable that they have a place in this yeah. classroom. Because you're yeah. certainly going to undermine trust if you make them jump. Yes. yes. I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's going back to the, <laughs> the diving board. Yeah. yeah so. But then for the kid who does want to jump, they also need to feel welcome and feel trusted. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so... The way you interact with each child is going to be different, but part of building trust, and I think it's great, you know, starting with the family mm-hmm. and watching the child and really respecting the child, and then trusting yourself. Yeah. And I think it's a really good exercise for all teachers to go through, where are the places I find trust yeah. in my setting? Because yeah. if you're not finding it, that's yeah. a huge red flag. Yeah. It's a good, good thing to talk about, Mike. It's a good thing Absolutely. to talk about. So hopefully all of you will think about the things where you find trust, and if you find places where you don't, think about how you can. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week. Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. <laughs>